you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Hey, welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky, live in New York City. Hello down there. It's Thursday, January 12th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, two of our regulars, and filling in for one Peter Schrager is our very good friend, Mike Garofolo. Mike, how was your regular season? Uh, it was good. Yeah? Was, yeah. We, we had a, the regular Thursday gig with Steve mm-hmm. Smith and, uh, and and me on the field. You know, J- Jason would pop out of an elevator every now and then. <laughs> what are you doing here? Uh, so that was fun. Yeah. Hoping to do that again next year. And then you know, mixed in some games mm-hmm. on the weekend. It was great. You great. and Steve were like a buddy comedy. Yes. Really yeah, like it was awesome. Fun to watch. Like it was really good. Yeah. You should have seen us. Uh, I made him work out at, at, at our gym. And, I and saw that. Like, he pushed himself to the point of, well, pulling a Josh Allen in the locker room. Mm. Yeah, just, they... they you guys only have one gear. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, oh, I'm going to have a casual Especially workout. Especially if you're working out with someone. Now it's like, now I've just found myself in a competition that I've only created mm. in my mind. Yeah, it's exactly <laughs> where it was. Absolute maniacs. Absolute maniacs. All right, that's awesome. Good review. Time for the lead block. Lead block. Lead block. Let's that's get our right. gongs out, our cymbals out, whatever you want to call the instrument that you hear during Throwdown Thursday. It's a gong. It's a gong. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mike just laid out the scenarios for Miami Baltimore as the Dolphins head to Buffalo without Tua and the Ravens head to Cincinnati, likely without Lamar. So I put forth this question. Which would be the bigger upset? Dolphins of the Bills in Buffalo or Ravens of the Bills in Cincinnati? Um, They'd both be big ones. I I would say probably the Dolphins because we laid out all the scenarios earlier in the show Mm -hmm. about how an upset is going to happen and it involves the defense. And like, which defense could you really see (laughs) just completely taking control of the game and shutting it down? Like the Ravens defense, if I said to you, like, they just balled out. And Roquan Smith and the entire crew. Roquan, by the way, was named the defensive player of the month. I mean, he's just having a week. It's unbelievable. Uh, I, I can see the Ravens doing that. I have a harder time seeing the Dolphins defense doing that. Mm. Yeah. Uh, Go ahead. I'm right with you. I think it's definitely the Dolphins. You look at it, Mike McDaniel already said Tua Tungavaloa is ruled out. With Tua, they average 25 points a game. Without him, 16. So this is a team that has struggled mildly. We don't know what Raheem Mostart is going to be like with his thumb. The Dolphins just have a ton to overcome, not only having their third-string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, starting. So for me, it's definitely the Miami Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I started the show being unable to come up with an answer as to how the Dolphins could beat the Bills, and I'm struggling to come up with one. This is such a toss-up for me. I want to see the two quarterbacks potentially playing in this game. Just the fact that we are in January 30th. 13th, and we're looking at Snoop Huntley and Skylar Thompson. That's actually that's Mike, Mike yeah. Lennon. Oh, that's, that's Mike Lennon. I can't. Yeah. He's over Mike. He's over uh, Garofalo's shoulder there. All right, Mike Lennon. Well, well the point is, it's not Tua and Lamar Jackson. Which, if we looked at that as a side by side, we'd be like, "Wow, we can't wait to see these guys." Yeah. Unbelievable play in the AFC. Like the point. And we're not even knowing who's playing quarterback and what picture to put up. That's the biggest upset that I have in the postseason. Um, 
I can't pick. I'm, I'm just going to go net neutral on this one. I really, really can't pick. What do you do mean? I have to? That's not what the segment is. Do I have yes, to? Of course you have pick to. One. The bigger upset would be the, the Dolphins. You have to. They have a picture of right. Mike Glennon. I get it. You want That's what's upsetting. It's the Dolphins. We've got a Mortal Kombat theme. I don't ever remember a draw in Mortal Kombat. Someone <laughs> draw. suffered Fine. a Johnny Cage and Sub-Zero. They were like, draw. Don't rip his spinal cord out. I had a game going where I was trying not to answer any questions. The game literally ends with a gentleman dying in fatality. Like, that's how that video Finish him. Jamie wants to go to the cards. It's a draw. No decision. And the next one you have to choose, too. I'm trying to make a choice for the Ravens. Like, how can you... I think the way you could maybe have this be more surprising is if, all right, Lamar doesn't play... Snoop Huntley also doesn't play, and then you're down to Anthony Brown as the quarterback. And I'll do respect to him, but the Dolphins already are down to Anthony Brown, a quarterback. They have their Anthony Brown. And uh, I, I think, look, it would be a big deal if the Ravens won, but I still think it's, it's, the, it's the Dolphins, which yeah. we're going to make this a clean sweep, which means it was a great question. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Let's move on to our next super wild card weekend topic, and it's the finale. It's the Monday night game. Outcome of Dak Prescott against Tom Brady, which will be very much dependent on the skill set of their receivers and the impact on the game. Who's going to have a bigger impact? Is it CeeDee Lamb or is it Mike Evans? Mike Evans got me rethinking this after that bite we showed earlier. He, mm-hmm. he had some confidence on his face there. But I'm going to go C.D. Lamb, uh, who's really turned it up since week 10. Targets. good, Mike. Tied for fourth in the league. Reception 65. That's third in the league. Uh, 20-plus yard receptions. Tied for first with 15. Receiving yards 803 uh, t- uh, third. And then six touchdowns is fifth in the league. C.D.'s really turned it up. i got to ride the hot hand here. Mike, could you explain to us that Pro Bowl event you were talking about earlier? <laughs> yeah, you pull the chains. <laughs> There's five guys yes. you have to pick. Yes. And you got to pick five guys, even though I only picked four. It's okay. I like it. Just watch that on the re-air if you don't know what I'm talking about. Unless this is the re-air. In which case you missed. Ooh, We're in the I just got an inception. Oh, wow. Uh, who's next? God only knows. Uh, I'll go. Because okay. I, I have to pick, apparently. Yes. I am. <laughs> last night I did type in CeeDee Lamb, and then I hit backspace a bunch of times, however many characters that is, and then I wrote in Mike Evans. And then, frankly, when I heard that sound this morning, I was like, yeah, I'm going with that answer. Something about the way Mike Evans played the last couple weeks. Again, we are eliminating that. We were burning the tapes on the Atlanta game for Tampa Bay. Um, I think he slipped a switch. I think. I don't know what happened. I think maybe Tom Brady was like, if not, if now, not ever, figure it out and put some words in between the figure it and out and we got to get there because we're hosting the Cowboys. If they get past the Cowboys, the narratives around the Cowboys, like, just put it aside, pack that, pack your lunch for a week on this show. We're good. We'll have you covered on Dallas. But man, if we see this Tampa Bay team playing in the second weekend of the postseason, I would just be so shocked. But I think Mike Evans, I think he's bigger impact, Evans. Mm. You're right on with that. Go Thank ahead, you. Jay. We're, we're in the upside down. You go, Jay. Oh. I want to hear what you have to say. You're such a kind person. I'm I love going it. with Mike Evans works. as well. This guy, you heard him say it, and a lot of that is because of the Dallas Cowboys. They're number two cornerback. They've had a ton of question marks since Anthony Brown went down. They've tried multiple guys, Kelvin Joseph, Nashawn Wright, and they're still trying to figure those things out. Deron Bland's on the inside. So because of that reason, Mike Evans is going to be able to go from the left side to the right side, get away from Trevon Diggs on one of those sides, and Brady's going to be able Mm. to get him the ball, get him in action, and be able to make yards. So with that reason, Mike Evans has confidence because he's turned on the film and he's watched his opponent. 
It's a good question. I think they're both going to have really good games. I'll say it's equal. C.D. Lamb, right. Mike Evans. I accept they will both just have decided six catches for 88 yards and one touchdown because they're both good guys. I say it's a tie. Anybody good. disagree? I accept that answer. Do you? Yeah, I, 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 I I'm holding space for your answer. No way. It's, it's, it's a throwdown Thursday, <laughs> not a handhold Thursday. Um, Mike Evans went three months, three months without scoring a touchdown, mm-hmm. which is incredible because Mike Evans is going to have a gold jacket someday. And yet then he just had this explosion and it was like a sign of things to come. I actually, if I'm a Cowboys fan, I want the biggest game in my entire offensive huddle to come from Tony Pollard. I want him to go ballistic in this game. So if CeeDee Lamb has big stats, I don't know if that means they're in a shootout. I think it's Mike Evans in this one who just mm. got hot last week. That's a really interesting way to arrive at your decision you. that you have to pick. Yep. For our final wild card throwdown, mm-hmm. we head to the small screen of yesteryear. Yeah, small screen of yesteryear. Seattle's Frazier or San Francisco's Full House. What has happened to it? I like Which show, this is a very important clarification, which show can boast better reruns? Hey, you turn it on, you see Frasier or Full House, uh-huh. which has the better rerun capability? Hmm. So typically, like, we get these questions, the last one for Throwdown, it has something to do with the cities, and every time I open up our document to see what it is, their options, I'm always looking like, what the hell are either one of these? Like, I don't know this rock band. I don't know this 1980s movie. Right. Mm-hmm. Finally, we got a question. I'm like, I know Frasier. I, I know hang. Full House. And I'm going with Frasier. I'm going with Frasier Crane, Niles, the father, Martin, Daphne coming, taking care of Martin Crane. Frasier's on the radio. He's a psychiatrist. And he's just dealing with all of this chaos at home. And I would be in college watching it with my now wife. We'd be laughing at our guy, Kelsey Grammer having me crack up, so I am going with Frazier. I see you. I see you. I, I understood the question as well, the two options. Full House has, like, never been more relatable to me than it is right now, and I'll mm. tell you why. I really loved it as a kid. I wanted to be, like, the third Olsen sister. I thought maybe if I only had a twin, I could be on a TV show. I really loved having sister. The multiple sister thing is really, really a fun time. But now as an adult... I've never understood more needing like six adults living in your home to take care of your children mm. with you. Like if I could have, when I if I was a kid, thought that was weird. Like I have uncles, but if they lived in the house, that's strange. Nope. As a parent, I rewatch Full House, and I'm like, can I have more adults that are part of my family take care of my kids with me? Can it just be like a full blown team effort? Like I need a starting five to parent mm-hmm. my two kids. So mm-hmm. relatable reruns. I am all in on the Full House. You know, there is a third Olsen sister. She's massive. I know, Scarlet Witch. No, she is. Big deal. Jason, God's work for you. Jason's been going through six months of, hey, uh, smashing pumpkins or Soundgarden? And she's like, I don't know. And Jason's like, step into my office on Fraser. And I'm going to I'm gonna make this perfect, Jason. I have never seen an episode of Fraser. Never, never in my life. I've never watched it. I'm not interested in watching it. Due respect to it. I, I've seen Martin, but I've never seen Fraser and not interested I'm in okay it. I'm okay with that. I know. I hear that. Full House, the answer is this. You know how you love Friends, and in a given season of Friends, you can turn in and Chandler is just, this is like a different person. And we've come to find those are from very dark reasons, but like, there's like an 80 pound pendulum on Chandler. The um, John Stamos hair factor when you turn it on Full House is so unpredictable. Yes. And, of course, we have a picture of him for six years ago because of the woefully insufficient AP photos that we've used for our own six years. Woefully insufficient. This doesn't make my point at all. At all. Guys, this was taken maybe a couple years before Bob Saget passed. At all. Woefully insufficient. Um, 
Anyway, I was trying to talk about John Stamos's hair, but since this is a visual medium, there's no picture to prove it that we have access to as an entity. Uh, Mike Garofalo, what do you think? It's an do you have experience. an AP photo that you want what right we, now? Because we don't you, have it. No, no. But where are we, where are we going with? He that? wants to rewatch. Sometimes the show you tune it, you tune in, then you want to see his different hair. But yeah, it was different. Yeah. I feel like oh my god! Oh, One yeah. season it'll be like this perma mullet thing, and yep. another season it'll be like uh, Johnny Resnick. Like it, yep. it's it's all over the map. Every yeah. season he was different. Yes. Remember the episode where they had, had pictures where they had the face shield and they would the hair they wouldn't get. In your face, and they go, uh, and, they, and then it gets the glued to the forehead. Well, and then the guy calls in. And he's like, "Yeah, I thought it was a great idea when I invented it five years ago." It's a cease and desist. Oh, basically. really? Yeah, that was a great. Yeah. Idea. Yeah, the, the thing about that's why so you're I'm, going full house. I'm going full yeah. house because it's like moments. I don't think of moments in Frasier. Like, oh yeah, it was kind of a good episode. But like Full House had those moments, like when they're calling in mm-hmm. trying to get the Beach Boys tickets and DJs on the phone. Not a Beach Boys. Downstairs, they're downstairs. They're trying to call in, and then they says, "She says, help me, Gibbler." And they said, Absolutely. help me what? And then she says, I said, help me. And they all yell, Rhonda. Rhonda. It's just like Full House had those moments. And then yeah. the music, speaking of raising the kids, it's like it's chaos, it's funny. Yeah. it's yeah. All that. And then there's like those moments, those tender moments where you're teaching your kid. And I wish somebody would yeah. play the soft music while I was. Oh, yeah. Totally. Carmen, yeah. Carmen, come here. Mm. Carmen. Right. Carmen. Mm-hmm. Right. Daddy should have mm. been a lot calmer there. Mm-hmm. you got to mm-hmm. understand. Yes. Daddy's under a lot of pressure right now. It's week 18. I don't know. The I'm trying to find out what's going on with Lamar. And John wasn't saying squat. I know. Um, hair wasn't just quite perfect that was really good you go into your shower feeling tired but as soon as you reach for the irish spring your day immediately gets better that crisp fresh unmistakable irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses so when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hudson's out of the shotgun with no timeout. Trailing 24-21. Takes the snap. Straight drop. He's going to fire right. Yes! T.J. Paul Allen, the radio voice of the Minnesota Vikings, is a legend. And, you know, he loves making touchdown calls, especially to K.J. Osborne, who is our next guest. He has worked his way up from second-string running back in Little League to becoming one of the top receivers in Minnesota. He set a career high in receptions this season. Please welcome friend of our show, wide receiver K.J. Osborne. How you guys doing? Thanks for having me. Cold-blooded. We're awesome. We're awesome. Good morning, K.J. We really appreciate you cutting into your week preparing for your first ever game in the playoffs to talk to us. Let's get right into it. It's Vikings, Giants, your cold-blooded K.J. Osborne. Just hearing that, this moment that you are having in your career, what does this game, this upcoming weekend, mean to you? I mean, it's huge. Uh, You know, playoff football, you know, this is what you dream about. You know, you talk about, you know, growing up as a kid, you know, originally starting as a running back or wherever. Um, You know, every kid, you know, a lot of kids have dreams of playing in the NFL. And then, you know, to play it at this level, playing it at a high level, and then, you know, be able to go to the playoffs, Um, you know, a really big, highly anticipated game. You know, it came down to a game on the field goal. Um, You know, we'll be at U.S. Bank Stadium, which is going to be rocking. I'm excited for that. So uh, having a home playoff game for my first experience, I'm, I'm super excited. Yeah, as you talk about close games, I want to talk about that because you guys won 13 games this season, uh, two by double digits. You had 11 one-score games. You were undefeated in them, 11-0. and 0. How do you explain awesome. all these one-score games, your team's success in them? Is it all about just, you know, keeping us entertained? 
<laughs> oh man, I wish I wish they could be uh, you know more of those two score games, but I mean that's just the way they've been coming down to it. Um, but you know I think our team and uh, you know props to Kale, you know ever since he's got here, um, you know we've had a, a big emphasis on situational masters, and we have a meeting about it every week. You know, so everybody on our roster, you know, understands, you know, uh, you know, the timing and the situations and, um, you know, when things play out so that we can execute those. And I think uh, this year, you know, that's really, you know, paid dividends to, to, you know, how we've been able to, you know, close out these close games and the reason why we've been 11 and 0. It's been incredible to watch. KJ, I got to personalize this. Kirk Cousins is my favorite player in the league. My number one favorite player. I love the guy. I root for the guy. Jamie loves him. We, we love him here. This dude has yeah. to take so much crapola about blah, 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 prime time, blah, 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 late window, ah, da, 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 da. This guy just won 13 games. He is the NFC North right. champion. He's sitting here in the playoffs. Why is our guy so underappreciated? And tell us why he's the man. I, I, don't, I don't know. See? No. Yeah. You're not allowed to you talk positive about Kirk Cousins. They won't allow. You're not allowed. The FCC just pulled the plug on us. He said, no, no one can hide Kirk Cousins. He's bad in prime time. They pulled the plug out. How dare you? I, I just, I don't respect that. Whoever did that. Um, no, we lost the we were about to get. We were about to get yeah, the answer as to why. And you know what I love? In the middle of the question, he's like, yeah, he's my favorite too, my favorite guy, too. Of course. Making him look <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's back. Okay. We want to hear the answer. Okay, so let's read to you. You know they Kyle, take the red markers again. and draw out the things you're not allowed to say from the military. Uh, can we talk about Kirk Cousins positively, KJ? Yeah. Please take another shot. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the man. I mean, uh, we've had so many comeback victories. Obviously, the, the greatest comeback in NFL history. I mean, this guy's leading us. You know, each and every week. You know, this is a new office for Kirk, and he's. You know, we've we've been. You know, thirteen and four with him. You know, he's making. You know, uh, great throws. You know, stepping up in the pocket. You know, taking those, taking big shots. You know, still delivery. He took a shot last week. Uh, you know, when he hit me in Chicago. You know, he's taking shots. He's standing in there he's leading us um, I mean it's, it's not much more we can ask for you know I, I mean we don't really care about the, the criticism that he gets or what time he plays or you know whatever you know we got his back you know and he's, he's performed for us and you know I love playing with him Yeah, for sure. You guys have his back. And part of the reason Kirk Cousins is able to go out there and ball is the receivers that he has. Yourself, Adam Thielen, Justin Jefferson. All season, you guys as a trio have been getting it done. Also include your receiver coach in there, Keenan McCardell. Just talk about the brotherhood and what the relationships are like inside you guys' wide receiver room. Oh, man, it's, it's one like no other, man. It's, it's so fun in there. Uh, you know, so many personalities from, from top to bottom. I always say, you know, Coach, Coach McCardell, you know, leading it. You know, he's coming in. He's, he's walking in. He's dancing every time he's stepping in the room, um, you know, bringing that life, that energy. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Justin Jefferson, the best receiver in football, getting like, a chance to, to line up with him, you know, take advantage of, you know, when people are doubling him and, you know, also getting a chance to open things up for him. And we got a vet, Adam Thielen, um, you know, who's, who's like a coach on the field and be able to tell us, you know, so much things and insight. Um, and it's, it's just fun, man. It's very unselfish room. Uh, like, again, left, you know, from the top down. And we got a bunch of young guys who's, uh, you know, ready to step up at any moment as well. So, um, you know, it's, it's a room like no other. I love playing with these guys. I love these guys. And um, you know, I'm ready for Sunday to, to go work with them. KJ, it's been really cool to watch you bubble to the surface within that room, yeah. within the league, amongst wide receivers. Reading more about you, something popped out to me that you say, which is you like to be in Buffalo mode. What does mm-hmm. so interested in this question, I just dropped my pen. What does Buffalo mode mean to you? Where what is the mentality and where does that phrase come from? Right, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, so originally, you know, my best friend Tyler Mabry plays a tight end for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, we grew up together, so we grew up together since since about fifth grade. Went to middle school together, high school, elementary, you know, uh, in college, and then 
Uh, we were at Buffalo together and, you know, we were, we were, you know, uh, like two star recruits, you know, I don't even know, I don't know how many stars T had, but, you know, we were in the MAC conference, you know, in, in the MAC conference, it obviously it's a lot different than, you know, these big schools like the Miami that I'll end up going to and things like that. Um, you know, it was cold, you know, we didn't have an indoor, you know, it was, it was all types of stuff going on. We didn't get the recognition um, that we, that we felt like, you know, uh, we deserved or, you know, we could felt like we could play on a high level as well. And uh, kind of, was just something that me and him kind of came up with because we kind of almost felt like, you know, we wanted to prove something or almost like, you know, we were kind of behind because, you know, we didn't kind of get recruited how we felt like it. So it was just kind of like tunnel vision and we're just like locking in. Like, you know, some of our teammates would be laughing at us then with robots and, you know, because the way we eat and how we sleep and how we train, you know, we didn't take a lot of breaks and it was just like a real, real, like, like a tunnel vision. And it was, uh, it wasn't kind of like a, like a weak thing, but it was kind of like our lifestyle. And that's just kind of how we went about it to try to get better as football players and, you know, to obviously, uh, you know, be in the position that we are today. So uh, that's kind of what that was. Well, that must be awesome. Now, you both find yourself playing in the opening weekend of the playoffs this postseason. You guys, you know, keep in touch every day, every week. Like, how do you motivate each other, even though you're on two different teams and you still want to engage in Buffalo mode? All right, man. I, I think, uh, you know, we talk every single day, every day. Like I said, that's my guy since about fifth, sixth grade. You know, we grew up together. You know, we kind of call each other our accountability partners because that's what, how we were at Buffalo. You know, we were, uh, you know, roommates the whole time there. Um, you know, we just we just kept each other accountable, whether that be, you know, our, our, our character, you know, our lifestyle, um, you know, how we're working, you know, how, we, how we're being a good son or a good brother, um, you know, in our faith um, and then on the football field as well. So it's kind of we call it accountability partners. So, you know, we checking in with each other every day, talking. And, uh, you know, he scored his first touchdown a couple of weeks ago. You know, I was I was super excited uh, about that. So, um, you know, that, that's my guy. And I love him. And I'm, I'm proud of him. That's very, very cool. Buffalo mode. I'm mm-hmm. into that. Yeah, look, maybe you guys play Buffalo in the Super Bowl. Who knows? Mm. Work to be done between now and then. And that, of course, includes the Giants cage. Here's the deal. Um, People have had a tough time in the media getting a handle on you guys as a team because you had this great record. You had a couple of days that didn't go your way. They were pretty high profile. And because of that, I'm just going to level with you. There's a lot of action on the Giants this weekend. People are like, oh, Giants, upset alert, on and on and on. When you hear that, when, when Coach O'Connell hears that, what has his message been to you this week about what to really focus on in this game, getting past these Giants onto the next round? I think it's just playing to our standard. I think, uh, you know, we, we've got 13 wins. You know, we know, you know, in this in this facility, you know, we're a good football team. And I think we just got to put it all together and play at all three phases uh, of the game. And we, we can go out and put, you know, that dominant performance that everybody wants to see. Um, people know that we're a good football team, but I think they, uh, the outside, I guess, just wants to see, you know, a, a dominant performance, you know, like they expect us, like our record would show. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, um, it doesn't really matter how you win. You just got to win. And um, but inside this facility, you know, we just want to, you know, put our best foot forward and not, you know, not shoot ourselves in the foot, you know, play complimentary football, you know, all three phases. And, um, you know, I think we'll be just fine. That's awesome. You're saying all the right things, KJ, and the Vikings, yes. for the most part, have played all the right ways all season long. And you just hope to carry it into this weekend against the Giants. KJ, we appreciate you cutting into your time, getting ready for your very first entrance into the playoffs. Congratulations, man. Yes. Shout out to two star. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Maction. Oh, yeah. Maction getting the spotlight. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
A dozen teams are ready to start their playoff runs this weekend in Super Wild God Weekend. It's the first round of playoffs, so let's break them all down with another edition of No Cap. Uh, I was no a little cap. worried because we always play this game where the caps come out, one's always missing, it's in a dressing room, whatever, but we only have a dozen here, so we're able to keep track, yeah. keep tabs on the teams. we got a Ravens hat here. There's a huge piece missing of it. No one knows what's going on with that That's piece. Weird. It's weird. Yeah. Right, I know. Vital piece. Missing the cap. Um, here's how it's going to work. I'm going to give you a topic, and we have to grab the cap of the team playing in that wild card round game that you think is the best answer for said topic. Ready? Oh, I'm my ready. Mike might be breaking news, so he might have to go last. Okay. Nope. All right. There's <laughs> always twists and surprises in the first round of the postseason. So, please, grab the hat of the team that you think we'll be talking about most after the wild card round because of however their game went down. Nice and convenient. You just right go here. first because you had Oh, a- I can go first. Go ahead. All right, see? Let me throw this on. Now, oh, Mike, now, now we're talking. I can wear a turtleneck. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about the Jacksonville Jaguars. Everybody's hot for the Chargers right now, but that Jaguars, specifically the Jaguars' defensive front. This defensive front is going to be a problem for years, and if you saw them against the Tennessee Titans, they played the game of their lives uh, as a group. Uh, are going to need more of that uh, this coming weekend. You've got my guy Arden Key up there, who I think is one of the more underrated uh, pass rush players. Uh, Havoc Reekers up there. You got Trayvon Walker doing what he does. Roy Robertson, Harris. Yes. These are going to be household names after this week. I truly believe that. And if not, I look forward to this clip being digitized and put on a receipt by the Chargers social media. You guys do a great job. I just put one on a platter for you, potentially. There you go. There you go. You can swing me the Tampa Bay Buccaneers hat, Kyle, my friend, closest to you. I'm throwing this one on. Yes, after this weekend, we'll be talking about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and it'll be all about one Tom Brady. If they win the game, it'll be on the back of his fourth quarter heroics, or he goes out there and just has a monster game, throwing the ball all over the field, multiple touchdowns, 300-plus yards. If they lose the game, we'll come in here on Tuesday, and it'll be like, well, what does this mean for Tom Brady? What is his demeanor like in the postgame presser? Is he going to join Josh McDaniels in Vegas? Is he going back to New England? San Francisco, all of these options will be at play. Is he going to retire? We won't know. Is he staying in Tampa? All of these questions, no matter what happens, we'll be talking about Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, as we always do. We always do, unless... We're talking about the team that they play. Guys, are you ready for Tuesday morning if the Cowboys lose? In our business, the provocateurs, the talking heads with chainsaws, it's going to be a big day. We will all ascend to the top of Mount Take with our Sherpas to have the liquid hot magma explode everywhere if they lose this game. Um is Sean Payton getting hired before mm. the, the team leaves the field? Is Sean Payton coaching the second Suck. half of this game for the mm. Cowboys? Mm. Uh, how are we going to do this? You cannot lose this game to a middling at best Tampa Bay team when you are yet another high-profile concoction of the Dallas Cowboys. Win this game. And also, if they do win this game, huge takes there too. Oh, my God, Mike McCarthy. High-five and a yeah. beer. Is Tom Brady retiring? I think it's the Cowboys, Cowboys, Cowboys. It's National Cowboys Day on Tuesday. Jamie, what do you need? Give me that hat that has Paul Brown on the back of it. All Brown? Paul Brown. Oh, Paul right Brown. Yeah, oh, there you yeah, go. Paul Brown hat. I'm going to go with this. This is a simple one. I think the Bengals fans are still pretty mad about how this whole thing went uh, down. I mean, there was no perfect solution. My my color choice today doesn't really go with uh, the hat. but Make it work. I think the Bengals are, are mad, and they're pissed off. Uh, they have a path to a Super Bowl that got infinitely harder when the NFL made its decisions to how the season was going to end because the Bengals and Bills game was unplayed in the regular was not played in the regular season. I think the Ravens are limping. I think the Bengals could do some 
nasty things to the Ravens this weekend at home. And then on Monday, we're going to wake up and be like, oh my lord, did you see what the Bengals did? Is this a Bengals team we did not anticipate seeing when they were limping themselves in September? I think the Bengals are pissed off, and I think we're going to be talking about them on Monday. I like it. So, sorry. No so, to truly get a sense of how these teams are getting ready for their wildcard weekend matchup, sometimes you need to take a peek behind the curtain. All right. Get a sense of how things are going in the locker room and the facility. So, please, grab the hat of the team that's playing this weekend that you would want to have a behind-the-scenes access to before kickoff, Jason. Yeah, go ahead, and you're going to pass me the Baltimore mm, Ravens like right there. Jesus. Ooh, look at that one. <laughs> Baltimore Ravens. I should play quarterback for the Ravens maybe this weekend. <laughs> Possibly, because that's exactly where I'm going. Everybody has all the answers of what's going on with Lamar Jackson. Is he not playing because he doesn't have a contract, blah, blah, blah. Send me behind the scenes. I want to just hang out in the training room, maybe the indoor. I want to see Lamar Jackson in action. And I guarantee you he's there. He's getting treatment. He's out there in the indoor. He's trying to run. He's trying to do all the things asked of him to come back on the field. And then I can come back and sit at this desk and report to you guys what is going on. Be able to answer the questions that we're all attempting to answer but don't have the answers for. Mm. So I'm going behind the scenes with the Baltimore Ravens. That's great. Uh, conveniently, my hat's so far have been located right here. I'm going with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Josh Allen likes to likes to vomit before a game, right? Now, now, just to be clear, I don't need the footage of that. Mm-hmm. What I need is the footage of the faces in the locker room once they start to hear that. Because I do remember covering the Giants uh, during their Super Bowl years, and Rich Seibert, uh, one of their offensive linemen, he would throw up before every game, and sure. they would kind of be around. I, I, is Richie? What has Richie done with? Uh, and then all of a sudden you'd hear the game time. Yet? You'd hear the. And everybody, okay, all right, we're good. Now, if that's your left guard, that's one thing. Your franchise quarterback, like, you haven't heard that yet. Yeah. And it's like, kickoff is coming. <laughs> we need it. It yeah. is. Yeah. You see those faces just relax. Relax. Just relax. That is really Jason's good. doing the opposite over here. He's like, oh, don't make that sound again, Mike. Josh is a sick puppy. Sorry, Mike. Um, all right, so I just want to be around something fun. The action at my house has slowed down a little bit. Uh, it's not that great. The kids oh. have taken over the Alexa thing. It's a lot of Imagine Dragons, a lot of Imagine Dragons. Give me these guys. Give me these guys. Give me the scene that I want to be part of. Roll the videotape. Give me the Niners intro. Give it to yeah! I can see you there. Here we go. Me and Trent and Debo, and I don't know what they're listening to, and I wouldn't know any of the words, and I could say even fewer of them on TV, but I love it, and I want something that's not radioactive. I, I love those guys. Imagine Dragons. They're the Pink Floyd of this generation, for sure. But uh, I just I need a little change-up and a little bit different company from the six-year-old set, and uh, I wouldn't want to just get with the Niners just for that walkout alone. Mm. Oh, my gosh. That's good. That's a good answer, and I enjoyed you getting Believer! Yeah. <laughs> You ever get the kids bop version of Imagine Dragons? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, he's living it. Living I think the real it. version is the kids bop version. Can I have the only right answer on the table, please? Uh, the Seahawks hat. Go ahead. Where's the Seahawks? Yeah, I'm sure Because have you again. seen the video that emerged yesterday? The Seahawks no. social media team gave us a little gander into what is happening uh, in Seattle. Seattle looks really fun. Pete Carroll knows how to have a good time. Hey, right? Yeah, Gino you know? Smith does too. But you know who has a better time? Oh, who's that? Oh my gosh! Pete yeah. Carroll on a scooter. He's young Pete Carroll just razoring by. What is this? Is this efficiency? Is he hurt? Gino's just having a. There's a game camera, and then. Mm. <laughs> 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 but the 
the thing is, the other players are doing it because the camera is there. And Pete Carroll is just unabashedly on a scooter because he's actually trying to get from A to B. I want to be in that locker room. I want to be in that facility. What is happening? Why is coach? If you saw your coach on a scooter, what would you do? I would assume maybe he's running late to a meeting. I, like, it's fantastic. Can, we, can we get the electric scooter now? Uh, no, he's I kind of like that he's like, kick pushing and he's got to get that foot back on the brake and everything. I do too. Belichick was never on a razor going around the facility. On the uh, maybe he did it after hours. I, I never I never <laughs> caught him on the scooter. On the scooter. And, uh, and he's like, he everyone it, else is in his way. Like a grittying Geno Smith was in his way. All right, finally. Uh, AMC recently announced, I'm trying to hit everybody's cup during this, um, details about its upcoming batch of Walking Dead spinoffs. Mm. So please, grab the hat of the team that you would want to have with you in a zombie outbreak. Want, zombie Jason. outbreak? Zombie outbreak. Miami Dolphins right oh. there. Miami Dolphins hat right there. I'm going with them. And zombie outbreak, you need some big dudes, you need some tough guys around you. And there's none tougher than this image right here of two guys that are some of the toughest in the NFL. And that's not just playing. Jalen Phillips, a guy that went into Buffalo, and you see the guy next to him? That's one Peter Schrager. This guy, Jalen Phillips, in Buffalo, no shirt on, warming up for the game. That's somebody I want to have with me if zombies attack. And then get his counterpart, our guy Christian Wilkins. I want him on my side. He knows how to antagonize the enemy. He'll hit you. He'll run. He'll do all of those things. But I do not want Tyreek Hill. You don't want anybody a part of the team that's faster than you in case all hell breaks loose Mm. and you have to take off. The slowest person is the one who gets captured. Uh-huh. Yeah. Why? Well, Peter wasn't feeling the moment there and uh, joining uh, our guy and being yeah. shirtless. I don't think Peter's feeling a zombie outbreak either. I wouldn't want to be with Peter. For yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Give me that. That's not the last guy. Sorry, Peter. I'll put on the hat that yeah. that you had on before. Yeah. I mean. Two years ago, this would have been followed by a series of tests for us before we were allowed right. back here. Uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers. I'm going to go with one guy specifically. Just roll the footage. This is what I need. This is the guy that I want to be behind when got? the zombies are coming after me. He's coming. Here it is. Oh, this yeah. guy yeah. right here. Yeah. Oh, there's one over there. Go get him. There it is right there. And we got plenty of them coming out here. We're in slow motion. We're, I just want to watch the footage. I just want to watch Trent Williams just destroy people. I mean... That's the guy right there. I mean, the, the 49ers true. are tough across the just board, but him. I'm just going to stand behind Trent. Just just follow him. Trent's come up a couple times with the boombox yeah. and the zombies. All right, so the zombies are taking over the world. Uh, believe me, I'm going to Florida. Have you ever been to Duval County? Um, I, I, let's just say they have a lot of resources down there with which to fight the zombies that are re- readily available than where I live. Um that you go on a, a lot of supply runs when the zombie outbreak. You don't go for supplies. You go on a supply run. I want to go there. I want to be in a warm climate because all of the electricity is going to break down. I also want to be near water because I've always thought like a houseboat strategy might be good in evading the zombies because they're more land-based. And basically, I'm going to need a lot of liquor and weaponry and everything to get through that. So I'm going to go down to Duval County, Florida, where they have a great football team and great people. But I would want to be among them for the zombie apocalypse. Very good. Sure. Absolutely. Well I love that. When you're going against the zombies, regardless of of how it's written in the script, you you either win close, like you are just getting out of the grips of the zombies, or you're just getting eaten, like jugular immediately yep. by the zombie. Who, that's the Minnesota Vikings, is mm. it not? Like you're either just escaping the grip of whatever team you go up against every week, or you're getting blown out of the water. So <laughs> I want these guys because apparently they know how to get it done. Well, They're so in the postseason, despite the games that they've lost. It's been ugly. The games that they've won, it's been ugly. But then pretty at the end. And these guys seem to have it figured out. Plus, I couldn't have a Vikings hat on the table and not put it on. Mm. So I <laughs> tried to talk my way into this mm. being the team that I want to be. Plus, then I get to go home and I'd be yeah. amongst my people. And there's sure. something about having a ship, too, with the Vikings yeah. skull class. I think you want a ship.
Yep. I'm picturing Kirk Cousins with a baseball bat with barbed wire wrapped yeah. around it, just yeah. chucking it yes. at Zon. Boom! Yeah. You like that? <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.